You're listening to BizCraft, a live podcast about the business of web design with Carl the Jellyfish King Smith and Mean Gene Crawford. Everybody and welcome to BizCraft special interview edition. With me today, I have the super friendly man himself who hails from the city of brotherly love, Mr. Dan Mall. How's it going, Dan? It's going well. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Carl. Ah, oh, dude, I so appreciate it. You know, you listened to BizCraft way back in the early days. It was always fun to know that you were out there and you know <laughs> hoping that I wasn't screwing up too bad. Oh, it was great. It was great to listen in. Well, today, I was hoping to pick your brain a little bit on the role of creative director in a business. Does mm-hmm. that sound all right? Absolutely. Cool. So I recently uh, met a creative director and hung out with him more than ever before, and that would be Ben Jordan, who is actually taking over EngineWorks. And watching him work and understanding kind of that mentality really opened my eyes to the benefit of having somebody that is a director that understands creative. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask this: Have you ever had that title? Have you ever been called creative director? Uh, yes, I have. Okay, and and I know that you were at Happy Cog for a while, a big spaceship. You started super friendly. Tell me about that transition when you went from designer to creative director. Yeah, gotcha. So I've actually never had the title of creative director at a full time job. Uh, I've been brought in as a creative director. I've done consulting as a creative director. I have consulted with creative directors. So, but I've never had it at, a, at an actual full-time job. So when I was at Happy Cog, I was the interactive director, which I think has a little bit of, um, of commonality between creative director and creative direction, but not exactly the same. And when I was at Big Spaceship, I was the design director, which is also similar, but not exactly the same too. Um, and I realized that part of this is also just kind of semantics, but I also think that there's something about creative direction as opposed to creative director that's different than design direction, interactive direction, that kind of thing. So, Happy to talk about the nuances of the way I see it, um, but but I've never really had that position, that facility in a full time position, but but certainly um, being brought in on projects as that role. So that's a really cool distinction to think about creative director and thinking about it from I guess helping others to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I wrote an article about this called on creative direction, and I think the the way that I like to think about it, the way that it makes it easier for me to think about it is to think about creative direction and what that means as opposed to what does a creative director do? Because sometimes don't, those, those things aren't always the same. Sometimes creative directors don't actually do creative direction. Sometimes designers do creative direction, and sometimes creative directors do design. So for me, it was easier to think about, well, what is the, what is the, the act? What does the action mean? What is, what is creative direction? And then to figure out, okay, well, if that's creative direction, then creative directors should be doing that thing. So to me, creative direction, I think the, the first mistake in creative direction is to think that it's a design role, right? And that's the way that we think about it from a, from a hierarchy perspective too, right? Because if you think about a designer's career path, it's generally something like they come in as a junior designer and then they get promoted to designer and then maybe senior designer and then there's no more design roles to get. So then maybe you could get promoted to an art director. And then after you're an art director, then you kind of go through the ranks of maybe like senior art director. And then after that, what do you do? And then you become creative director. And then 
executive creative director, you know, or senior creative director or something like that. So it's really like at some point you run out of roles to give a designer. And so that's te that tends to be what happens in, in as creative directors that they're, they're just really, really seasoned designers. But I think there's a difference between design and creative direction. So to me, like the word creative doesn't mean like doesn't mean design and development. And that it, it's not a it's not a noun, I guess it's an adjective. Um, and the way that I think about creative direction is really the, the way that I like to sum it up is the, the person or oh, I'm sorry, the creative director is the person who is in charge of all of the things that are created. Um, and creative direction is about the direction of all the things on a project that are created, right? Design, dev, code, comps, uh, IA, like all of that stuff. So I see creative direction as less of a design role and kind of more of a business and strategy role. And a philosophy, even from what you're saying, exactly. and also a way to say, Hey, in lieu of pay, here's a new title. Yep. So, exactly. so that's, that's always fun. So, <laughs> so thinking about it that way, and man, this is exciting. I, I've been in this industry, both from full service and, and from the interactive side for you know, a long time, Dan, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I've never heard it put that way. So, so thank you for that. So creative direction as a philosophy and having someone who's in charge of making sure that it is being done mm -hmm. uh, is pretty amazing. When would you say a company is ready, not, not for creative direction, because there's always going to be ready for that in that sense, but to have someone who's managing that creative direction? Yeah, gotcha. So I think, I think creative direction is something that exists, whether it's intentional or not. Same thing with art direction, too. Like, right. Like, when, when a company starts, there is a creative director. It's just the owner, right? And the owner is also is, is the creative director, even if they came from a dev background. But, and they're in the same way that they're also the janitor and the person that waters the plants and the person that runs payroll. Like, you are all of the roles. And one of those roles as an owner is that you're, you're the creative director. And then at some point, right, you, you give away the duties. And I know that you know a lot about this, right? Because you did a whole year of trying to give away everything that you do. I, I also understand why the company suffered so bad when I was the creative director. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, that's one of the first things that you give away, right? Is, is sometimes you hire designers and, and the assumption there, whether, even if it's stated or not, is well, now you own the design and the creative direction. But at the end of the day, any owner can come in and say, you know what? Instead of building that, we're actually going to do an animated intro where you have to fly in through doors. I mean, that's creative direction. That's strategy. It's business. It might not be good strategy or good business, but <laughs> it's creative direction. It is, you know, it's so I think there's also a difference between creative direction and good creative direction. So I think it always exists. There always is someone doing it. Whether or not they realize they're doing it, I think it's a different story. Well, that makes perfect sense. For example, yesterday, Ben and I were talking about where we put that engines from just on the Twitter uh, profile. Mm-hmm. And we came up with at your mom's house and <laughs> engines at your mom's house. And, and then he wanted to put for dinner because he thought it was too aggressive. Uh -huh. And then we ended up just going back to everywhere. So I see what you're saying. So creative direction is also a discussion, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think to boil it down, um, actually, I don't want to boil it down too much because we got to fill a half hour here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think the creative director should be doing creative direction. And what that means is they, somebody on the project or on a team or on a, at an organization should have a vision for the thing. And that thing could be a project or it could be the way that the organization is going to run or it could be, you know, what to do about your Twitter strategy. But it's about having like a vision or a perspective as to the, like these, this is the overall thing and these are the details of it. And I think that 
that makes for good creative direction where somebody can say, well, no, this doesn't fit with the vision and be able to articulate what that is. I think that definitely starts to get into the realm of doing good, good creative direction. So, so when somebody brings you in to their shop or on their team to be the creative director, mm-hmm. what are some of the things you talk to them about so that they're ready for what you're going to provide? Um, so what a lot of people the, the way that it generally works for me is somebody says, hey, we want you to come in and be the creative director. I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean to you? That's, one of, that's the first thing that I ask because that means so many different things to different people. And most of the time, the answer that I get is, well, we want you to be the person that's in charge of the design, leading the design, you know, doing the design concepts. I'm like, okay, well, what, you, what you're really talking about is being like a lead designer or an art director or something like that. And they're like, huh, okay. I'm like, if you want me to do creative direction, here's what that means. It means that I'll come in, I will help to shape the team, I'll help to figure out what we need to do for the client, I'll help to figure out how the design that we do matches the goals that the client has, um, I'll, I'll help to make sure that everybody's personal goals on the project get met as long as they don't collide with what the client's business goals are. And I think that's about doing creative direction. And I'll also be able to, to be the one to say, you know what, that idea that you have of doing this animated intro is a great idea, but it just doesn't fit here. And I'm, I can be the person who can lay the hammer down and say, yes, we can do that. And no, we, can, we cannot do that with everybody's input. So it's an education, right? You're, you're mm-hmm. explaining to people the differences. And I think that's great. So obviously, I've been in this business for a while, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't have described it that way. I would have thought of it more as a role and, and less of, you know, God, I don't even know how to say it. I guess less of, again, philosophy. <laughs> but what are the other common mistakes that you see people making? And it's not necessarily even mistakes, but just even misconceptions about what that role is. Well, I think, I think most of it is that it's attributed to design and design only. Anytime there's a bigger discussion than design, then it tends to be out of the creative director's hand. Right? This doesn't have to do with design, so you don't really have an opinion here. Right? So an example of that would be, um, you know, let's say you got hired to do some e-commerce work where the, the, the goal of the job was to increase the revenue by 1%. Right? The creative director should be involved in that discussion. But not, and, and what most creative directors do is they'll be involved in that discussion and they'll think about it from the perspective of, okay, well, what typeface helps me to move the needle 1% on this thing? And while that is part of the job, I think the creative director should be the person that's in charge of that thing. You know, and, and I think part of what, what is difficult about that is that we have a lot of people in our industry whose roles are partly to be in charge of that thing. Sometimes they're called director of product. Sometimes they're called, they're called UX director. Sometimes they're called you know, the owner. Sometimes they're called the head of strategy. Sometimes it's the project manager. So I think you know, everybody has a piece of that thing. And I think one of the, the most common mistakes is for the creative director to assume that his or her role is only within the pixels that are pushed and only within the typefaces that are chosen and the colors and the layout. You know, again, that's a design role. And I don't think the creative direction is, is a design role. Right. So when we look at this, it's, it's about unification, right? It's about spreading out beyond this concept of design only. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that, that I've heard when I'm talking with owners is they don't really consider a creative director as a billable role, right? Or as a producing role. Mm-hmm. But with what you're saying, I mean, it gets back to value, which I know is a favorite topic of yours. <laughs> hey, and <laughs> if, if you're going to have creative direction that's formalized, mm-hmm. it's going to lift up everything, and create an increased value for your company, for your products, for your clients. So not having somebody who's good at that role is obviously a detriment. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Steve Jobs was an excellent creative director, although he probably never, ever used that term for himself. And I don't know that anybody, you know, that many people have, but he was a fantastic creative director because he had a vision for what the product was, you know, or what the products were or what Apple as a company was. At any point, you'd come up to him and say, or, you know, I don't know him and I didn't know him, but <laughs> I hear, right? I, I would imagine that anybody would come up to him and if they said, hey, why doesn't Apple build cars? He would have a good answer for that. And it's not because he was the smartest guy in the room. And, and I think this is true for all creative directors. Creative directors, I think, should have the answer to every question, not because they're the smartest person in the room, but because they've thought about all the different scenarios way before everybody else thought to. So like, if, if you would ask Steve Jobs, why don't you guys build cars? I'm sure he would have a great answer for it because he thought about it two years ago before the question even occurred to you. So, yeah, so, I, so I think, I think that's, you know, that's, that's part of what makes a good creative director, too, is just being able to say, no, we're not going to do that, and here are 10 reasons why. And yes, we're going to do this, and here are 10 reasons why. So, so when we look at these characteristics, then, okay, manic, depressive, sociopath, <laughs> that's good, uh-huh. uh, and, okay. and not the smartest person. Uh, no, but, but when you're looking at these characteristics, what have you seen, and what do you think it is, you know, and I'm going to ask you to talk about yourself, which I know I love talking about me. I don't know how you feel about talking about yourself. Oh, yeah, I talk about myself. <laughs> but, but what would you say are the characteristics that make for just an excellent creative director? Um, so this is certainly my opinion. I don't know that this is, you know, I, I wouldn't say that these are the guidelines for every creative director, but the way that I like to approach projects is um, I like to be in service of the people that are, that are doing the work. So I see my role as sort of like, like I'll do whatever's left over and I'll do what I, whatever I can do to help people do their best work. So if that means taking somebody out to lunch when they're having a crappy day, that's a good job for a creative director. If it means get buying somebody a JavaScript library because it'll make it easier for them to do their work, great, I'll do that. If it means um, taking everybody out on a field trip to do that, great. If it means I got to jump in and do some comps, I'll do that. If it means I have to encourage somebody, if, I means I, if it means I have to discourage somebody from an idea, like, I'll do mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think, I think there's sort of two, two paths in, in the way that this forks. One is the creative directors will do everything that they can in service of the work. And I think the other is that creative directors can do everything they can in service of the people doing the work. And I don't think that they're mutually exclusive, but I, most creative directors that I've talked to and, and met sort of lean one way over the other, right? There's, there's some sort of split. I, I rarely have seen it being 50-50. And the way that I like to, to do it is, you know, I like to do it in service of, of my people. So the, the, the first thing I do on a project when I start a project is I do one-on-one interviews with everybody on the team. And I ask them, I, I, say, I say this, I say, like, obviously we're going to do something really good for this client. Right? So let's put that aside because whatever we, we do as experts, as professionals, that's going to be really good. Aside from that, what do you want to do on this project? What are your personal goals here? Somebody might say, well, you know, I want to be more comfortable presenting or um, I want to learn JavaScript because I'm not very good at that. Or, um, you know, I'd love to do a design process where we didn't do wireframes, you know, whatever, whatever it could be. And then my job becomes to help support that, those goals of theirs as long as they don't clash with the client's goals. So if the, client, you know, if the client's goals are, you know, we, we want to you know, increase revenue by X percent. And I know that's something that somebody wants to do. Like if somebody said, I want to build the site in, uh, in Shockwave, you know. To like, <laughs> right, well, that's not going to help them sell more products. I know that for sure, right? So, so that and, – and at that point, it becomes a conversation. But aside from things like that, any, like most of the times that I've, I've done this, I haven't really seen people come up with anything that, that directly conflicts um, or conflicts with, with the client's goals. So I think so, – so my role in the project becomes how do I help support them to do that? Well, so you're building team. Mm-hmm. You go in there. You're getting alignment. 
you're, you're creating, even if it's for that project, a culture because you're gonna you're gonna find what everybody's great at, mm-hmm. what everybody wants to do, and, and try to get them in that role. And then, as a creative director, you're kind of filling the gaps, is what it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think projects go wrong in between the job descriptions. So, like that's that's where you know that's where people go. Well, that's not my. I wasn't supposed to do that, and everybody else like, well, I wasn't supposed to do that either. You know, and it just fell through the cracks. So I think there has to be some role on a project where someone is catching that stuff. And I think I think that person is largely the producer or the project manager. And I think the, the creative director house also has to be part project manager and part producer to help kind of fill in those gaps or be the safety net underneath those gaps so that nothing really no, nothing really falls away. So coming from a print background, which was over twelve years ago, mm-hmm. you know, one of the mistakes I'd see happen all the time. It always involves communication, right? If we look at anything in our world, we always can point back to bad communication, poor communication, spinning stuff, yep. you know, just not being pure and honest with what we're trying to say. You would constantly see somebody who had been like a lead designer who then got promoted to creative director, and they would be trying to work with some other designer to see their vision. It was never the vision of the client or the vision of what was going to be great for the project, right? It was always that designer who was now a creative director and, and took that to mean, okay, I'm really good at this, so everybody needs to do it like me. Yep. And then when it didn't happen, they would circle around quietly and do it themselves. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's obviously a personality thing. That's obviously, a, you know, the environment that you're working in. Do you think it's possible for somebody to play like a full producer role and a creative director? Cause you said, you know, sometimes you're a producer. Do you think somebody can be heads down designing and also be a creative director? Uh, I think it's possible. I think it's really difficult though. You know, there's only so many hours in the day. And like, if you're doing two people's jobs, you know, it either means that you're working two jobs or you're working half of, of each one. So, you know, I think it's possible. I don't recommend it. <laughs> you know, I certainly try. That's that's flopped a couple of times. So. Well, yeah. And so I'm sure that's in the context of the project, how big it is, that, yeah. how long it's going to take, that sort of thing. Well, what do you think are the biggest challenges for a creative director? Uh, well, uh, definitely the one that you described. I think ego is one. And it comes with the title, right? Like you have director in your title. So <laughs> obviously you can boss people around now. You have the, the liberty to do that. And I think resisting that urge, I think, is, is probably one of the biggest challenges. It certainly is for me. I like telling people what to do, you know, and I think that's um, – and, and when you're empowered to do that, both by the organization and the client and your role and all of that stuff, it's easy to abuse that. Um, and I, I know I struggle with that, with just wanting to tell people what to do. Or the other thing that you mentioned, which is like, well, I'll just do it myself because I can – you know, I have more experience or I can do it better or, you know, whatever, whatever the reason is. Um, so I think that's definitely one of the challenges too. Uh, the other is to um, to take it as an opportunity for like to to boost yourself up, you know. So I, I think that any director role, any any role where you have the title director, is a service role. Um, like you should be in service of the people that are working, you know. And I'm making air quotes under you on the <laughs> uh, and and I think like I forget who described this to me, but. Uh, most people think of director as like top down, right? Because you think of an org chart where at the very top is like the president and then underneath that is the VPs and then the directors and then the peons all under that. Um, but I forget who described it to me, but somebody described it to me as the way that like a general leads an army. You right. know, a general doesn't lead an army from the front. You know, that, that only happens in movies. In, in real life, generals lead the armies from the back because they have the full view of everything. 
and and it's almost or you know the or the other metaphor that I heard was was kind of like when you play chess you know like you have to see all the pieces you have to be able to understand the board and know where things are going so I think if you think of yourselves as like underneath everyone helping to push everyone else mm-hmm. up you know I think that's the role of a creator it's not top down it's sort of bottom up you know so you're the lowest on the totem pole and you're the one sort of pushing everybody to do better and do better work and and be better and and all that stuff so I think the 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 biggest challenge, I, I think, or at least the one, the one that's been for me, is just resisting that urge to be like, well, I could do whatever I want on the project and everybody has to comply because that's the role that I'm in. Well, you know, it, it's hilarious. We, uh, we were up for a project with Microsoft, officially called the Microsoft Project, <laughs> and they asked for an org chart. And so I actually worked with one of the designers and had an org chart of me holding up this line with everybody on it. And it looked like I was about to just get crushed. <laughs> and perfect. I just sent it to him. I went, we don't know what you mean or what you want. So we're probably not a fit. Nice. That's perfect. But it was true. That. Yeah, yeah it, it was true to who we are. And, and, you know, it Simon Sinek and leaders eat last really talks about what you just said about how that's why the highest ranking official is the very last one in the lunch line, because he has to make sure that his team gets fed first. Yep, exactly. Right? Which, exactly. which is critical. So where did you learn all this? Is this all on the job? Did you, you know, have resources that you reached out to? Because your perspective is super fresh. And I'm not blowing smoke. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to get from you. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm just, I'm really impressed with, with the way that you look at this. Well, thanks. I mean, I'm, I've been really fortunate to have worked with really good creative directors. And I think just as valuable as I've, I've actually also worked with really bad creative directors. <laughs> so for me, it sort of helped me form my own opinion as to what I would do if I was ever in that role. And, and now I'm basically just emulating what I think good creative directors have done for me and trying to avoid the things that bad creative directors have done, have not done for me. So it's really just kind of piecemealing all of that together and trying to understand it. And then, you know, of course you watch shows like Mad Men and, and you know, you get that too. Yeah, without a doubt. So, <laughs> so, you know, one of the things that, that I've been doing with Greg Hoy at the Bureau is we're, we're trying to build community and, and we're really excited. You're going to be there at creative director camp because one of the things we realized at least from our perspective, it didn't seem like creative directors had anyone to talk with. And if you look at designers, developers, they have everything, uh, you know, digital project managers, owners, creative directors, operations people. We, we all kind of learned on our own or, or we had a mentor or something of that nature. Have you found any groups out there or are there friends that you lean on when, when you're looking for something? Like what's your support mechanism? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything that I can get my hands on, like Slack channels with friends and Slack channels with other creative directors. And, you know, I, I love what, what you guys are doing at the, at the Bureau because um, I think there's a sweet spot there of people who sort of fell into the, the roles that they have. You know, designers and developers don't often fall into that role. Like if there's some, at some point, there's a choice to become a designer, right? You make a career switch or you go like, well, I'm kind of interested in this and I, you know, I learn design or I do a code school or do, you know, things like that. But as you move farther up, sometimes you just get promoted because that's what happens, you know, and all of a sudden you find yourself as a as a director somewhere and you have no idea whether it's whether you're good at that or whether you want to do it. But that's just what you're supposed to do. And I think, you know, the I think the, the events that I love most from the bureaus are those events where it's like sometimes you don't realize that you want to be an owner. You just want to be able to do good work. And the best way that you know how to do that is to be an owner. And then all of a sudden you're making decisions about like how frequently to run payroll and, you know, and, and how much to pay people. And those are, that's not the original intention of you wanting to do that. So I think like the owner summit's great. I think creative director summit is going to be really great because it's going to be that community for this particular role of people of roles that sometimes people fell into, you know, and, and didn't necessarily want or didn't realize what it would take, even though they did want it. So I think, um, I think 
having those communities, that, like those are fewer and far between, I think, because designers and developers have a lot of that, mostly because it's more of a choice than sometimes being an owner or sometimes being a, a you know, a director somewhere. Well, and, and because there's just more, there are more people yeah. who associate themselves with designers and with that role. Yep. You know, the interesting thing, when, when we announced Creative Director Camp and we, we went out there, people had questions around who it was for. And we thought, well, it's for creative directors. But then you have people who are like a UX lead. Yep. But they kind of play that role. Or you, or you have people who manage the overall creativity, but their title might be product manager. Yep, exactly. So so there was a lot of confusion around that. And that, that really makes sense now as we're talking, especially because we live in an industry that just loves to make up new titles. <laughs> totally. Oh, my so God. How many, you know what? There should be creative direction around title development. <laughs> I agree. Because I, it, it's just silly how crazy yeah. that's getting. So do you have any projects you're working on right now that you'd uh, like to talk about? Anything that you're creative directioning? Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing one project. I can't really say what it is or who it's for, but I, it's, it's... That's a, good radio. I, that's good radio, Dan. I know, yeah. I'll just <laughs> think about everything I'm saying. So you'll have no, no context or details. Uh, no, I, there's, it's a great project. It's a really great team. Um, and I'm, I was brought on as the creative director. Uh, and um, I'm not really doing much on the project other than just trying to support people where they need support. So sometimes that support means I got to jump in and do some comps. But other times it's just about like, you know, what do you want to do? What, like, so every day I try to check in with everybody and I say, you know, how are you feeling today? What do you, what are you planning on working on today? How do you feel like that'll help move the project forward? Do you need help? Does someone else need help that you could help? You know, so it's really just, it's really that kind of stuff. Like I'm, you know, I guess it's a bit of a facilitation role, you know, and if somebody's feeling really good about an idea that they have, you know, so here's a good example. The designer that I was, that I'm, that I'm working with, I have one designer on the team. He's, um, he's a really smart designer, but most of his stuff comes from intuition. Like he's just really good with his intuition, but he can't articulate why. So he has these great ideas for things that, that he wants to do. And I'm like, okay, how do you think that's going to help these particular goals of the, of the project? And he's like, I don't really know, but I think that they will. So my job there is to kind of draw that out of him. So if he can't come up with that, maybe I'll help him to come up with that. I'll, I'll help him with the justification for it. I'll help him as to like how to kind of push against that and develop that or those articulation skills. So I'm not really doing anything. Like I've maybe, you know, we've designed a, a handful of pages and screens and elements for it. I've maybe designed, you know, two of those just because he got stuck and he was like, yeah, I could use a different perspective on it. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do something different just to get your wheels turning. You know, so most of the stuff that I'm working on is internal only. I'm making, um, you know, spreadsheets and, charts and drawings and sketches for my team and then they're making the stuff that's for the client so you know i think that's like that's one of my favorite parts of doing this is just how, what can i do to unlock some of these things and all these people that are already very talented and just to help them get even better at what they do um, another example is uh i talked to the developer on on the team and the the first conversation i had with her i said well what do you want to do she said i want to be really i want to be more involved in design I'm like, okay. So what we did was afterwards we had a, a group meeting, uh, a group brainstorm. And I said, okay, the, for this project, we are going to have no developers. Everybody on this project is going to be called a designer, designer by title. And that changed the whole temperature of the project. Wow. Now everybody's thinking about their roles in a different way. So even though she's writing code or somebody else is in Photoshop, everybody's contributing to the design process. And that's really changing. That's, that's something that, that this agency that I'm working with hasn't really done much of. Um, and so like, it's those kinds of things that, that I, I enjoy doing. It's, I think those are the things that, 
I think a creative director should be doing, and I could be totally wrong about that, but, <laughs> but I'm, you know, so far we've seen some pretty good results on the project. The project's going really well. Well, it's, oh, captain, my captain, right? You're getting them up on the desk, looking at things differently, ignoring the title and realizing that they're all working in a common way yeah. towards a common goal. Exactly. So, and it's also sounds like it's part therapist, right? Oh, if, okay. if you're helping people start to express themselves, that's, I mean, okay, hell, I am a creative director then. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I've worked with a lot of designers who couldn't express why it was great. And uh, we would just have long conversations and talk through different scenarios. And it, it always ended up with either something changing or them sending, starting to be self-aware of mm -hmm. why they had made certain choices. So that's, that's awesome. Do yeah. you think uh, it's a challenge to constantly shift teams that you're in charge of creative direction over? Or do you think it keeps you fresh? Uh, a little bit of both, I think. Um, you know, I enjoy working with different people. I also enjoy working with the same people, right? There's pros and cons to each, you know, different people sort of help, makes me have to modify the way that I manage because some people react well to praise. Some people don't react well to praise, you know? And so like just learning that kind of stuff about people, it's easier when you do multiple projects with that person because then you develop that rhythm and that momentum and that trust with them. It's harder when you're shifting from project to project. But when I shift from project to project, it helps me grow those skills a little bit more so that I can be a little bit more prolific in how I approach people. If I'd only worked with one team and one project and, and you know, worked only with a designer who needs praise to, to, to do his best work, then when I work with another designer at some point and all I know how to do is praise and praise and praise and that person doesn't react well to it, well, I don't have anything else in my bag of tricks. So have, being able to work with different people, different skill sets, different ranges, I think that helps me to be a better manager and to be a better, you know, a better support to, to that person. Uh, that makes perfect sense. And if you ever have leftover praise and you don't know where to send it, just, just call <laughs> me and just send it over to me. Well, Dan, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Hey, where are you going to be next? What kind of stuff are you doing uh, on the speaking side? Um, oh, good question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be at Event Apart San Diego um, in June. So that's a month from now. Uh, cool. And then after that, I don't think I'm, I think I'm taking off for a little bit until I think the creative director summit. Well, yeah. And so we'll have creative director camp is going to be June 1st and 2nd in oh, Philadelphia. Before at Event Apart. So there you yeah. go. We had that first. And so, then, uh, you know, it's, it's one of my jobs, Dan. I just try to make sure people know where they're going. Perfect. <laughs> Good creative direction. Absolutely. And if anybody out there wants to go to creative director camp, we'll have a link in the show notes. Come out, hang out with me and Dan. And you know what? Figure out what you're doing great. Share it with people. Find out stuff you could use help with. You know, it's all about community and getting better together. Absolutely. Dan, thanks again, man. It was so fun having you on BizCraft. Way overdue. And I hope we get you on again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Carl. All right. I'll talk to you later. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you on the next BizCraft.